catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To be honest, I don't know how much I mean, I don't know how much the in the building. This was his first game. Eagles game. Uh, his father reached out and said, thank you for all the help today. we got greetings and salutations. You see him in the chat. He showed up for some Bud Light. Uh, good good times. Shout out to Conchie Bakery holding us down with the uh, tomato pies. But uh, overall, it was a great day. And I think uh, the energy, starting with the, the practice, was insane. 50,000 plus. They get, it gets bigger and bigger every year. I know uh, Eagle fans have been – there's a lot of Eagle fans that were running through the hallways – I saw right. the women and children almost getting hurt. Uh, it was a crazy scene out there, but uh, I digress. Go ahead. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it was a great tailgate, man. It was one of those things. I mean, we're kind of turning this into a yearly thing as our as our kickoff tailgate for this open practice. Um, and it's it's always fun to get out there. But then, like, once you're out there, you're sitting there like, damn. I am so thankful that football is played in the fall because if this was a summer sport <laughs> and I had to tailgate in this heat every week, man, I would die. Um, but no, it was a fun time. It was great to see everybody again. Uh, it felt like, you know, we're, we're right back in it, uh, ready for some football, man. And then we went inside and, uh, you know, we, we watched the birthday boy throw down. It was a good time. Uh, yeah, I, get, I gave you a bit of the synopsis of uh, what I started out doing. What I, I, didn't, I didn't go in and watch practice because I was at the uh, – they had the Legends practice. I don't know if you saw my post. So I was There were Ryan Phillip and his, uh, his son – at, yeah. the, uh, at the Eagles uh, practice, where they had all the, you see it. So I had met so so a couple of guys. We had to take a picture with Brandon Whiting, those light skinned guy with the glasses. Me, you saw me, him, and uh, Ike take a picture together. That picture was um, was kind of funny because they were in the same. I think they, I want to say either they were in the same draft or back to back. But what ended up happening is both of those guys end up playing defensive end, but one of them played tackle. As you know, Ike is a uh, was a, was a, a linebacker. So gotcha. in, in the one year, uh, one year we kind of lost like all the defensive ends got hurt. So I had to. I so I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking out to my, my I'm looking out to the to the defensive end, and it's Ike standing out there. I'm like, oh god. And yeah, <laughs> Ike, Ike, Ike was Ike was a soldier, and he, he was out there making plays and stuff. The funniest thing though is that, and Ike will tell you this is little guys always want to do what big guys do. So he wanted to do one of the stunts where the the end goes first. No, 
You remember he's two, he's only six three, two hundred fifteen pounds, trying to run into the inside of, of the witch collar. And he's like, "Come on, let's do it." I was like, "No, no." So he did it anyway. And uh, you, you ever seen one of them scenes where they throw somebody out the club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it was. <laughs> like uh, what's it called from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, it was it was like that. But we it was uh it, it was great seeing all the fans, dude. It was. That was almost like a game that practice, the open practice. Oh yeah, and I, 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 like, I had never seen people get into the second deck like that at an oh, open third, practice. Yeah, it was a, it was actually probably the third deck. Because, third deck, yeah, yeah. It, it, even like out there in the plaza, I was out there in the plaza. Dude, the plaza was jam packed. But the, the thing that I enjoyed uh, the most was uh, and and uh, we could say something about the one cowboy fan, but then mm. I just seen a post where one of our fans went to a open. Uh, Panthers practice, so we can't really say too much about it. So I guess fo- I guess we could just say football is football. Once football gets started, people don't care what they go see, but they're going to represent their team. And he was down at, at the at Panthers Stadium with the Eagles jersey on, but the Cowboy dude, he just came in there. The Cowboy dude had the flag and stuff. You had to know that something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we had a Giants fan as well uh, on the other opposite side. Uh, it, it's funny the whole stadium gets in a. In a the tizzy after those moments, but uh, when I, I tell you the moment they got in, the, in, in a good tizzy is when Jalen Hurts stepped into that stadium. Like I've I've been there at a lot of open practices over the years, mm-hmm. and the, there was just a level of like just a stoic moment where he just turned around and looked at the crowd, and you he didn't have to say anything. I I felt like I could, I could get what he was saying, respect, uh, but the whole crowd was going bananas. Yeah, bananas. You think it's more? Of a, you think it's more of a respect thing because uh, the the people in the in the media outside of uh, Philadelphia have been uh, sprinkling the salt and and the hate. Like it's, I, I I was and uh, I told him uh, this earlier. I happened to uh, unfortunately click on ESPN, and they had Lewis Reddick and two young ladies. Bless their heart. Uh, they didn't know what the hell they were talking about. They were talking about the. Uh, <laughs> The Cowboys can take the NFC, take it where? Out to lunch? You know what I'm saying? And they would start talking about uh, Michael Parsons, uh, Michael Parsons, and then uh, Dak Prescott. They have all the ingredients to do what? To lead the league in interceptions, not not including the two of the playoffs. Uh, and not only that, you're, you're, you're one of your key cogs, your offensive uh, guard, your best offensive uh, lineman on your team is not in camp. So actually, I, I would thought, go as far as to say that's their best offensive player. Yeah, and then, and then you had to have Lewis Riddick. If you could see his face while they're saying and spewing all of this nonsense, and I say all that to say that we've been—he's like Dak has been getting Dak and the entire team has been getting disrespected this entire offseason. So I feel like it's it's one of those things to where I hope hopefully they take it personal and they show up. They got to know that they're going to be the hunted, but they got to know they got to know it being the hunted. You can be, you can still be the hunter. And you kicking, and kicking them, and let, kicking them teeth, and letting them know, not today. You're not going to get no. You're not going to have no celebration today. Not, not today. And I, I, if 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 it was, if it was me, the way that they're doing stuff, got them, got them ranked like fifth and ninth behind bums. Do you, do you know that they're trying to say that Daniel Jones is a top ten quarterback? On what earth? On, on what earth? And we listening to the stupidity that comes out of some of these people's mouths, and they often they often say, "Oh, you bring out your asses that you played." I was like, "But I'm telling the truth. I, even though I played, I, I I say what I see and I see what I say." If we if, when we used to, it's been times when when the Eagles we've been sticking up the joint, or we didn't know if we were going to win. That's not the case now. 
It's like so. It's like, and I've given other teams. I even given Cowboys kudos when they when they when they had a decent. They they've had a decent team, but their coaching just sucks. They throw themselves out of every game. I was like, so to have everybody doing what they're doing as far as like the, where they got where they got Dak ranked and stuff. Not Dak, but not Dak, but uh, but I got Jalen. That's bad, bad host, bad host. Uh, Jalen, Jalen, and then that just 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 tearing that team apart, man. Hey, just, most, uh, but most importantly, okay. I mean, Jalen Hurts being ranked number three on the NFL's top 100 list, which is a list put together by players. Mm-hmm. Are we uh, in agreement that that's a fair assessment? I, th- I think three is uh, was a pretty good spot for him. I, I think I thought, it's okay, but who, who's two and one though? It was Justin Jefferson at two and Pat Mahomes at one. So I yeah. could I could I could see the argument to be made. Uh, I think Justin Jefferson like, still should have been three because he did. It was only two. It was only two teams in the Super Bowl. And yeah, it's I, like, I, I, don't, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't care. It's like, it's, it's like this. I don't, it's, it's like, Ev, it's like this. When people start talking all that crap about who's got the best team, what in the AFC last year, it was the Chiefs, in the NFC, it was the Eagles. If your team, it, it's not like your team didn't know that there was a playoff game that you were supposed to play in, y'all didn't win, so you're not better. Then you you just got a quarterback no. that just threw three hundred yards. Because that because then by your logic, then the top forty four players should be Eagles and Chiefs only. They should be mostly be. No, that's just not true. <laughs> I mean, Justin Jefferson's an elite player. He is an elite player, but he was he in the Super Bowl? Did he show up? Did he throw three hundred for three hundred yards in the Super Bowl? He didn't oh, do okay. any of those things. But oh, okay. That doesn't make uh, okay. him. Okay, uh, okay. That, that that's what I'm saying. You have to you have to speak in reality. All I that, am. All, all that I, th- I think you're the one that's, that's out all, out on no, the reservation, who, man. Okay, who was the last? What's Justin Jefferson playing on the final Sunday of the NFL season? He's, oh, okay. He's a wide okay. receiver. Okay, that means nothing. Was he playing on the final Sunday? This is a stupid <laughs> argument. <laughs> I, I know. And you, and you, and anyway, this is about Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Jalen about Jalen Hurts. Hurts here. Uh, other than the top uh, three NFL top 100 lists, uh, the guy's birthday was yesterday. I think um, yeah. it's a perfect time to just give uh, Jalen Hurts his flowers. I mean, he's been tremendous. I think uh, overall, just looking at his awareness – um, what he means to the city. I mean, you, you see a photo that was put out by Carson Wentz uh, recently. Oh, I thought, God. which many people thought that was a Photoshop, um, that like that it wasn't real. Uh, there's a picture of Carson Wentz in the Eagles helmet, uh, a great. Washington jersey, and Colt shorts. shorts. And I mean, just the awareness <laughs> level. Uh, when he showed up to his uh, his press presser uh, with Washington in a Oscar Mayer Wiener's uh, suit. I yeah. was concerned. Uh, the level of custom shoes that he had put out on the timeline. I'm like concerned. Oh, this, this, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm appreciative of having a quarterback who's uh, just self-aware. <laughs> Dude, I, I agree with you entirely. And uh, that, that Carson thing really is a, uh, I mean, aside from the whole, Obviously, his play is a total head scratcher, but just him as a person, the entire makeup, whether it be, you know, the outfits he throws together, or just how he interacts with his own teammates. Like, what, what, just thinking back to when he was the franchise guy here and how quickly he became unliked uh, just by the rest of his team, by the fan base, just because he refused to bend at all uh, in, the, in the type of person that he was. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful as hell to have a guy like Jalen Hurts that you can relate a lot more to, and, uh, it's just a better overall fit for the team. Wait, you know, the, the funny thing about, um, 
about Carson. It wasn't his unwillingness. I guess you could say it's his unwillingness to bend, but I think it was us finding out what type of teammate he was. Um, it's like, you know, it, 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 he didn't just, he read those colors late. And uh, it's like, you, you always figure out who you have when the chips are down or when it's time to fight. He didn't really, and the funny thing to me is, there was no, there was really no adversity. They had pretty much handed him the team on a silver platter. It's like he, even, even when, um, even, even when they, even when they uh, brought in Jalen Hurts, I was laughing because I was like, dude, they just gave you one hundred eighty-four million dollars. They, all they're doing is ensuring you didn't finish last season, and they still paid you. It's like so that means that they have confidence in you, confidence in your play and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, and the way that he handled that was the bitchiest stuff that I've ever seen in my life. I was like, it's no way on God's street earth that I've you already got a coach fired, and they still they still want you as their guy, and you still want to leave. And then you go to the other place and stick up the joint. Not only do you stick up the joint. You, you got you that know, head coach fired too. Yeah, you got not only get you get, get that head coach fired, but when you get there, you don't endure yourself because you wait to the last minute to tell them that you you're, you're one of the only players that hasn't been vaccinated, and you're in the huddle. It's like, and I'm I'm like I was like, now I'm not a I'm not being gonna tell the people what to do, but in that situation, if you're supposed to be the leader of a team, and you and you can miss time, and you and you miss, and, and then you know the the penalty if you if you're not vaccinated. And you and you catch it, you miss more time because you're not vaccinated. Right. So it's like you. That means you haven't bought in, or, or you have, or you haven't sold out. Put it that way. You're not all in. And it's like to, for him to be like that and to try to be a leader. It's easy to do that if you. It's it's easy to not be all in if you're not the leader of the squad because you because you know you're the face of the franchise. They're trying to make you the face of the franchise. But if you're not all in, why should anybody else be all in? I got to be honest. I'm ready to close the book on the Carson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, thank I, you. I'm so That's, beyond Carson. Yeah. I don't want to ever think about him again. Thank you. That's a, no more bad thoughts. Good, it's, a, good it's a good thoughts. scene. Good it's a good scene out here. Good uh, just a good scene at, uh, talking about the uh, training camp practice on Sunday. Some training camp st- standouts. Uh, there, I mean, there's a few out there. Um, you Over the over the last couple of weeks, you've heard about Jalen Hurts um, and his accuracy and, and there's a you know he had a conversation with um, uh, Mike Quick about watching what he loved about Brady and his practice habits and uh, and hearing Tom Brady. Um, J- Jalen Hurts said um, basically uh, what he loved about his game is that when in practicing the ball never hits the ground. Uh, that's something you've heard a lot about uh, Eagles camp right now. The ball is not really hitting the ground that much. He's being very accurate, hitting his guys on target. So that's what I saw. Uh, right, right off the bat, to me, I was just like, it's really pitching catch out there for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it, it, um, I heard that today was a little bit less productive. I heard he threw a couple picks today. Yeah, we well, um, do that. We 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 your secondary starts to starts to gel together and get. See, the thing is, is I don't mind I don't mind picks in practice because your de- your you should have like the top, especially when you have a top a top tier defense in the secondary. We have. I don't I don't I don't mind in practice. Just don't do it in the game. Right. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's one of those things where he's he better have some bad days as far as defensively. It's like defensively we because we need because we need to show up. <laughs> defensively we need to show up. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, and the fact and it, it wasn't it wasn't and uh, Bob Bob was saying about the vaccine. It wasn't that he did. It wasn't that it was the way that he presented it to the team. Like he got vaccinated, then they found out he didn't get vaccinated all the way to up to the head to the head guy. 
was like, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with you, whatever the hell it is you want to do, but don't, don't act like you're doing something and you're not doing it. That's what as as, as like he was fugazi. And let, now let's now Bob, let's close the book on that. No, but uh, but, uh if, we're, if we're getting back uh, to training camp standing, yeah, training camp, yeah. Uh, there, there was one thing that uh, stood out to me, um, and I, I was kind of waiting for somebody to catch my eye in that open practice and then just kind of follow them as they go throughout the, their individual drills. But I saw at one point, um, I, I didn't see initially what had caused it, but Sidney Brown had gotten pissed off, man. He was <laughs> heated about something, and he then he was playing angry, man. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, I fuck with this. Dude, he missed this one hit that thankfully he did miss it, man, because he would have Yo, sent Nada. Yeah, he would have sent Nada to the, the <laughs> ER, bro. He he was headhunting. And um, but I just saw uh not not only uh, his ability to hit, which seems like is is pretty good, uh, yeah. but his ability to also just follow the ball carrier through uh, you know, through blockers, that type of thing. Uh he's able to close really well. Did you and uh, I think down ones? down by the line of scrimmage, I think he's going to be a menace. Uh, so, you, go ahead. Did you notice he was playing with the ones and them too? Yes. Yeah. He, he moved was, all the way from all the way from third string. Yeah. I was somebody was asking was and that, he, uh, and he looks jacked, bro. He's got like a freaking twelve pack. Yeah. It's like he's he's about <laughs> he's about your size, just ripped up. But, see, uh, <laughs> see, when I brought up his abs during the senior bowl, you guys were like, "A dude's ripped." Yeah. He's, dude's he's a ripped. Dude. ripped. No, but it was like what? But he's out. He's jumped from the third string, uh, being the third string uh, all the way up to playing and stuff. And uh, we were talking about um, uh, the one thing that jumped out of me at training camp was uh, was uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan, Ryan Smith. No, my man, Nolan Ryan. I don't know why I want to call him Ryan. Nolan Ryan. You talking Nolan about Smith. Nolan Smith? No, Nolan, Nolan Ryan, Smith. the old pitcher. Nolan, Nolan Smith, <laughs> no, well, the, the intimidator. Nolan, Nolan, uh, uh, his speed, the speed level, which when he. When he hits the line, when he's been, I've seen him rush a couple of times. It was like, oh, God. And now uh, he's giving Lane and, and what you call the fits because I don't think they've ever been out, been uh, messed with that type of speed coming off the edge. So even with, even with them going against Michael Parsons, you know, it's like, I think he's a little bit faster than that. And not, they've lined him up uh, off the ball too, a little bit. That's why I was telling um, Gail earlier about being, about the defense early on is good. Maybe some trials and tribulations. I think he's going to keep it simple. So he can win games, but uh, later on, it, it will. I think it will get exotic. So, uh, so what did so what did somebody say? No, I, I do want to just before before we move on, I want to build on your Nolan Smith point, and that like mm-hmm. that was another guy that did stand out to me as far as just how quickly he jumps off the line. Like his his speed is no joke, and we knew that you know during the combine. What I think he ran like a four three nine was it, uh, forty. So we knew the speed was there, but to see it in person. It really is night and day versus like other guys that that get that jump off the line. Now, I mean, a lot, a lot of buzz going around Sidney Brown. A lot of people talking him up. Um, one thing that I've I've heard talked about from a lot of the beats. Uh, I, I saw Todd in chat calling him Captain America. Uh, Reed Blankenship um, could be a lock. He's got got that locked according to some beats out there. I know uh, I know Kemsky was super high on him. Um, lock as in starter lock? Or yeah, lock? starter lock. Um, now it's just left for the, the, the last position. I mean, there's there's an interesting – we're seeing Kayvon Wallace get some first-team reps. Uh, he's been he's been, he's been been flashing out there. Uh, how, what do you think about Kayvon Wallace? To be honest with you, bro, it's one of those things that you need to prove it to me in a Thank game. You. And you. as of right now, it's it's also – is it my mic? Mm-hmm. Your mic's fine. No, you yeah. Now we can't hear you, buddy. 
Now we can't hear you. What'd you do? <laughs> we got the production guy over here. Have, guy, a, have a mic issue. But hey, if he if he if he's thinking what I'm thinking is that he's got to do something mainly spectacular in a game or something like uh, everybody like when you watch um this is to me this is what I need to see from Kevon Wallace when you watching the game when you watch the preseason games it's gonna be twos in there second unit he needs to be dominating it's like he needs to look like he shouldn't be out there making making sport of these guys other than that I don't care it's like because he he's already shown me nothing and it's like. Uh, if he looks pedestrian out there with all the twos, can't hear you. Unmute yourself, Ev. <laughs> no, I mean I think I think Brown's going to find his way into a role. I mean I, I think that's exactly what. Well, but, so Brown you know, is, but Kevon Wallace ain't. We talk about Kevon Wallace, right? So Kevon Wallace. Well, Kevon Wallace, it's like it's like it's almost uh, it's almost at the end of end of the line for him. I, I think uh, as far as like being here, if I. If you like it, this is a, the next defensive coordinator in here. Uh, he's going to have some guys. He they, then they brought some guys in. They brought in Evans, and uh, they brought in the kid Evans out of uh, who, who also good. And they have, they own the, their own mercenary style deal. So I think they, I think they they're gonna. Just like I told you when I when they signed the one year deals. Good, Ev. Are you here, Ev? I'm here now. Can you hear cool, me? Cool, cool. Yeah, I'll hear you. Okay. But now, what was you gonna say about Cavans? I was going to say that it basically what you said about how he really needs to show out in the preseason. He needs to prove it to me. Uh, not in practice. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of hearing about, oh, we, we saw some flack with Kayvon in practice. And on top of that, dude, he, he's another one. Just stay off social media, man. Because every time I see this dude posting, I'm like, <laughs> it, it just annoys me. Because it's like, well, he, he's a guy that, you know, he wants to pump. I want you to have confidence. I want right. you to pump yourself up. But you need to if, you, if you've minute, been doing that? that for years and then who? you never ha- have lived up to what you talk about, eventually you got to shit or get off the pot, man. You get, you, you got to prove to me that you are, uh, you know, as good as, as you, as you say you are. Um, so please just be quiet until you uh, start making some plays. That's basically who, all I wanted to say. Who's, who's on social media? Kayvon. I've, I've he, he, been on, he been on social media? After yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Really? Really? <laughs> He'll say some uh, things here and there, you know. But uh, speaking you know, of some, it's, it's hard to take that shit serious. <laughs> if you suck, if you suck, I'm just saying it's it's it's, it's hard to take that serious. I, it, it's like uh, it, it just gives me Jalen Rager vibes is all because Jalen Rager did the same thing where he would just spout off on Twitter about how he's not getting the respect he deserves, and he doesn't deserve that respect he wants. Yeah, I just work here. <laughs> Yeah, right now, uh, you know, talking about Kayvon Wallace, he has been in, in those uh, three safety um, sets this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those guys that are being worked in there, um, you know, we got Blankenship, Justin Evans, Kayvon Wallace, and Terrell Edmonds in, in that package. I, th- I think, um, um, you know, sticking with the secondary, one guy that is kind of getting lost in the shuffle that I didn't think would be is Greedy Williams. Because uh, he's not necessarily a yeah, lock been, to make this team, from what it sounds like. Yeah, because they've been mentioning the kid that we got for, as an undrafted free agent last year out of Alabama, uh, Joe. Uh, Joe. Josh Joe. Yeah, they've been, they've been saying that he's I've been, been saying it. Yeah, I've been saying it. Well, not 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 only you. I was uh, I was hearing that even when I was at practice and stuff, mm-hmm. it was like uh, he was uh, he was it was some quality coverage out there. Put it that mm-hmm. way. So Josh was, Joe, yeah, Greedy Josh Williams Joe. are the number twos right now. Okay. Um, well, Josh Joe has jumped up there. Greedy Williams, they haven't really been. He hasn't really been that steady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where, so is Keely running with the threes right now? 
Uh, he's he's been worked in with the twos and threes. Uh, but a, a guy that I need to show love to, uh, we all love Nolan Smith in, uh, in the uh, pre-draft process. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's uh, out here doing doing the Lord's work, I think not only bringing the juice off the field and being that uh, source of energy on the field, um, he's been I – th- I think he's – I think him going against Lane Johnson is going to be the best thing for his career. I think he's bringing pressure from both sides. Uh, all the beats have no, noticed the juice off the edge. I think uh, he's just going to help his game elevate. You know, just if you can beat Lane Johnson on some snaps, yeah, it's been hard because he's been holding his own against uh, Brandon Graham, uh, Hassan Reddick, but he's going to teach you some some lessons. And think and well, think about also the uh, like kind of just the culture that we've established here over the past several years. And like I'm thinking of the core four guys that we have: uh, Lane Johnson, Kelsey. BG and Cox, like having those guys here to establish what the culture is. And those guys aren't going to be around much longer. But right. now that we have added in this influx of the Georgia guys, I feel like they're going to kind of take over and uh, dictate the direction in which the culture goes. And I think, uh, you know, them having the, the a year or two underneath of these guys, we're going to be in good hands. Uh, Wealthy Mind has a question. He says, is the Miles signing more about depth or is the Kobe the issue? I'll let yeah, you go, Tank. I think I think it's more about I think it's more about depth, and I think it's more about the other line linebacker position. And it's uh, the other. It depends on sometimes he wants to run three or four linebackers out there instead of having the defensive end out there. And the more the more guys that you could put in there that uh, that are, um, I guess you could say physical or, and cover guys. Because when you look at Miles Jack, you think of a cover guy, but you think of a guy who's often hurt, who's often who's all, it's like he's got a soft tissue in your hamstring or something. Or, or a, a quiet contusion, or something where he can't where he can't go. So you bring him in there as an insurance policy. I was like, because everybody's as as much as we wish and that we hope that everybody stays healthy the entire season. You got to look for quality depth. And I don't know if the kid out of Michigan State uh, that, that they were Answer coveting, him. yeah, that they were coveting, is going to be quite the answer. I was like, he, he's probably got a. He's probably got a few years to go, but you always want that veteran presence. And also, they they played under Desai the, the way the style of this uh, style of defense that Desai is uh, looking to employ. So it's a uh, it's, it's great to have those guys because I think uh, Miles Jackson taking the rest with the ones today. So jump right in there. So you know, so he, but Miles Jackson plays all three linebacker positions. So he's one of those guys where you can insert and you know insert and handle business. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Dean. I'm, I'm going to let Ev get into his segment in a sec, but I know Dean was dealing with an ankle. It was just uh, for precautionary reasons. Um, you know, they're not too concerned at all. Right. Uh, but, you know, Christian Ellis, Sean Bradley got first-team reps. Mm-hmm. Moro and Van Tumeren got first-team reps. And at the time, we had four uh, healthy linebackers. So, obviously, the uh, acquisition of Miles Jack and Zach Cunningham, both on one-year deals, 2.5 mil. We also had to send Davion Taylor uh, – out of the nest, and then we also brought back Josh Andrews, um, who's also moved up to the second team center. Um, Brett Toth has been moved back, and I uh, there was notes out there that um, Marcus Mariota has looked better since the snaps have changed. That's been an issue. I'm also interested. Have you did you guys uh, at the open practice happen to catch anything from Christian Ellis? I my eyes were kind of focused elsewhere, but that was a guy that I really wanted to. Cause I've heard so much hype about him this entire um, training camp process. And I've wanted to kind of catch a glimpse of him. I just didn't see him. 
Well, I seen him when he played during the season. Uh, when we got him at the end of the season, I always, I was happy that they, when they went and got him to play uh, those special teams. And uh, I already knew that he could play linebacker, but we needed him for special teams. And now it'll be interesting to see if he could, if he could actually take that next step. Because I think that's what, wherever he was, I think that was his next step of starting to get some actual playing reps. So I've seen what he can do. Is just like can he put it together uh, enough of it together? See the the thing is 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 when we is when we're watching them, I don't just like to see flashes, flashes of people making plays. You got to build some consistency. You got to mm-hmm. be in there and be making plays. Be a part of uh, all the time. Be be a, be a, a cause Redown. all the time. Yeah. yeah, it's like you can't. It's like you if you go in there. That's the only difference between a starter and a, and a and a backup is consistency. Like a starter kid, he can have good games like five six games in a row. Then he may have a little bit of off game, but then he he, he battles back. Uh, a backup, he may have one good game in a row, and then you looking and then you looking on Tuesday to see about replacing his ass or getting him some help or something. So mm-hmm. that's the that's the difference. It's like. You got to one when the guys build up the consistency with playing. That's the one thing that I I need to see from Chris. Yeah, mm. uh, I, I saw him. He came up with a play on Boston Scott. Uh, he came up for a run blitz there. Um, now Pete Nathan hyped up about uh, Miles Jack. If you go through any of my uh, social medias, mm-hmm. basically on Twitter, you'll see me talking about Miles Jack for almost about uh five years now. Uh, but <laughs> recently in March of last year, about bringing. Miles Jack to the nest. Now he's here. So obviously I, I don't think he's the same player as he was once was, but I think from an athleticism standpoint and just a, you know, a guy that you can, you can rely on. Uh, he's been there, done that. I think, uh, you know, you think you can line him up to Nicole Dean alongside Nicole Dean. If that's, that's the play, I think that's, that could be a serviceable group. But uh, what, what are you guys initial feelings on Miles Jack? Um, I, th- I think uh, it's it's one of those things that we're going to have to see how he fits into the offense. As it sits right now, I think he's just a depth guy, and I don't think he'll end up being the starter, um, de- dependent on how, how long this Nakobe ankle thing kind of gets stretched out. Um, but, yeah, I think I think he's a quality depth signing, man. I think for a position that we definitely needed some depth in, how he went and filled that void. Hmm. Well, hmm. Uh, Miles Jack, hmm. It's kind of funny that you, you mentioned him. It's like the, the one part that I don't like is the often hurt part. But I, I think lining, lining him up next to, next to him, especially like I was telling you on the one-year deal, it would be one of those things where you would hope that he could stay healthy the whole season. But that's why you add the depth in general because you get the guys on the one-year deal. They're on a mercenary-type thing, <laughs> a mercenary-type deal because they want to they wanna put they want to deal next year. So, you know, we'll so see. It- his past uh, four seasons, he's had 66 tackles, four tackles for loss, a .5 um, half sack, four pass breakups. This is 2019, 11 games played, 2020, 14 games played, 118 tackles, 18 tackles for loss, one sack, five pass breakups. 2021 stats, 108 tackles, three tackles for loss, uh, no sacks, no pass breakups. And in 2022, 15 games played, 104 tackles, three tackles for loss, Zero sacks, but three pass breakups. Yeah, I mean, and I'm looking at uh, too his his draft uh, profile of when he mm-hmm. came out in uh, what was it 2016. Yeah, I mean, considering how they uh, how they rated him, he's definitely not living up to um, you know his he, expectations. You know, the funny thing about him, uh, actually, my um, my agent was actually his agent. The uh, oh really? Yeah. The funny thing about him is he played fullback as well and tailback and coming mm-hmm. out of college. 
And I think he only played linebacker for like the one season. Yeah, he, he, he was kind of like Julius Peppers, wasn't he? Where yeah. he was kind of like multiple positions all over the field. Well, a little bit, but he actually, actually, I saw some, I was like, he was a good running back. But it was mm-hmm. like, you when you look at it, when you look at it, it's, uh, I think, he, did he go in the second round? Who's this, Miles? Yeah, Miles Jack. Did he go in yeah. the second round? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. It was like he went in the second round. I think they was titling him as a first rounder, but he went to the second round, but it was due to his athleticism and what they thought that he could do. Now, once you get to the NFL, uh, your athleticism means about as much as a bucket of warm hamster vomit. Because everybody's <laughs> athletic here. It's like it's what you it's what you could do up top. How sick was that hamster? It filled up an entire bucket, man. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what hamsters you hanging out with. <laughs> I say about a, bu- a bucket. Of, it's a bunch of bu- it's a bunch of hamsters. This guy. <laughs> but now it's like if we could get him, if we get a whole season out of him, that should be spectacular. If we could get a whole good season out of him, well, he's a little longer in the tooth now. Mm. I say same, same with Zach Zach Cunningham as well. Also yeah. a second round pick. Uh, 2019, uh, 16 games played with 142 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, two sacks, two p- pass breakups. 2020, uh, 164 tackles, eight tackles for loss, three sacks, two pass breakups. 2021, 14 games played, 93 tackles, 70 tackles for loss, zero sacks, but three pass breakups. 2022, 24 tackles, zero tackles for loss, zero sacks, one pass breakup, six games played. Uh, he was dismissed. Was he dismissed from the uh, that was, no, that was actually from the dismissed early from the um, Houston. Oh, okay. For like a, I don't know, I don't know what kind of issue it was, but it was <laughs> interesting. That it was I, I, I wonder. Uh, it's like you, you, you butted out a bunch of production, but, <laughs> but can yeah, I mean, everything left though? For for what we lost in Kaiser White in a coverage linebacker, I think Miles Jack, you know, can can help with that area. Is this uh? What, what was the, is this more of a? Is, is the, these signings between Miles Jack and, and Zach Cunningham? Would this be more of a Stephen Tulloch signing, or a uh, <laughs> like like or closer to a Kaiser White type of move? I think the Miles Jack is closer to Kaiser White. The I Tulloch, agree. I think the second one is more of a Tulloch because he got he got dismissed for something. It's like it's like we li- we read off Miles Jack stats. There wasn't a lull in the action where he got dismissed from a team. So it's just like he. The other guy, he had tremendous production, but then all of a sudden you just ceremony, unceremoniously get get uh, dismissed from a team. I wonder what the hell is up with that. And then you last it till now. Mm. Bob Downey it? saying that Terrell Edmonds is going to yes. be the cover linebacker. Book it. All right. Well, I did. Well, well they have been having him down in the box a little bit, and I did. And I was telling him earlier about the the the, the Buffalo package. To where they have what they teach, what they teach one of the safeties, what one of the linebackers do. Pete, and, uh, this is kind of out of pocket, bro. TJ Edwards went all pro last year. How could you say he's an upgrade over an all pro? Who he's saying that Miles Jack and Zach Cunningham are upgrades over TJ Edwards and Kazir Way. I disagree entirely, personally. <laughs> <laughs> you sound you, you sound you sound offended, Evan. I'm not. I'm not offended. I'm just. I'm being realistic. I. I. I want the expectations to be realistic for what we're going to get out of these guys. And yeah, I think that be... there's a reason that Miles Jack has been on the wire for so Thank long. Thank you. Thank you. And there's other guys out there. I think this is more of a see if they still got it mm-hmm. uh, type of thing. I don't know if he's going to be here. It's like just like you said, they didn't really invest anything in him. It's a one year deal. It's a one year making a break it deal. So it's like they didn't really invest anything. So, mm. you know. 
843 Philly fan asked, do you guys think Terrell Edmonds is going to make the 53-man roster? I would say yes. I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Rack Jack, I got to tell you, I love the uh, I love the podcasting. NFL Masala. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, now, if you guys haven't followed us, though, we we uh, actually you know went to the Eagles Autism Challenge. This is where this this phrase came up with. What's the medicals? Uh, Evan Hollywood Hearn. He got Hollywood for a second, and actually confronted said young rookie, who's on my uh, list. Said N'Kobe <laughs> Dean. And asked him face not he, he, it wasn't one of those things where you ask around he he went to the man's face and he said what's up with the medicals uh, so we have our own segment now where not Evan mistakes pal Evan's gonna keep you updated <laughs> on uh, so check the medicals with Hollywood Hearn is yes, officially a, officially thing. a segment so uh, let me let me pull out my stethoscope here and uh, go th- go through what we got on the injury report. Uh, today, we had three non-participants in practice, all with ankle injuries, them being Deion Kane, N'Kobe Dean, and Patrick Johnson. In limited action, we saw uh, Devin Allen, who's still working through a calf injury, and uh, Br- James Bradbury, that's working through a groin injury. And then uh, we all saw at the open practice, Moro Ajomo. Uh, he, he, got, he went to the locker room, he got poked in the eye, oh, and... No. Uh, he is all fine. Everything is groovy. Um, he was practicing today. So no, no long-term injury there. Uh, keeping an eye on this N'Kobe Dean and Patrick Johnson thing. Um, I mean, you know, we're, we're, like we said, uh, with Miles Jack and Cunningham, we're, we're obviously kind of thin at linebacker. Uh, we brought those two guys in. And uh, to have a, a guy that I think Patrick Johnson, I think, is a guy that has gotten progressively better each year that he's been in the system. Mm. And uh, N'Kobe Dean, he's a guy that is a, you know, we have a lot of high expectations for him to step in and eventually become a premier linebacker uh, in the league. I think that's what the expectations from all of us are. So, um, you know, hoping that those ankles can get short away. Well, that, <laughs> that was no. the medical minute. With Evan Hearn. <laughs> <laughs> now, what you said, now, it makes sense why they brought the two linebackers in here mm-hmm. uh, as uh, guys so they could get their their guys shored up. And if they if they show them something to where they could knock somebody out of the box, I'm pretty sure that they'll keep them. But now that you said what you said, I'm like, oh, okay. So those, are, those are camp bodies. You know what a camp body is, don't you? It's a jack. No, nah, it's a camp body. <laughs> no, it's a camp body is when they bring you in to take some reps. If you show them something, cool. But you're really just in there to stay in shape and get you. You only get a couple of checks, but it's because somebody else uh, blew a gasket. Do you know what Jag stands for? Uh, Jaguar. It's no. a ju- just a guy. Oh, just a oh, guy. guy. Okay. Just a guy. I'm sorry. I grew you up say in, he's I grew, just a guy. Yeah. Well, I grew up in the era where you actually use your words. Like if I say once, you don't know what once means, do you? Once? Once. We are not the same. Remember that. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rackshack says, let's see what you got in uh, Devin Allen, uh, the sprinter. Uh, we're not going to, he is a sprinter. We'll call him sprinter, but also he was activated today. Um, he was on the non football injury list. But we also signed a uh, former Colts wide receiver, Johnny King, who was, uh, you know, he was from, uh, he was our rookie free agent from South Missouri State. Uh, 
Um, if you see some of the guys the Eagles are bringing in, they all have a body type. Um, six, six, six foot five, this guy, 209, 209 pounds. So I think uh, if you look at him, you look at Nada, you look at uh, Kane, uh, they're all trying for that role. The big the blocking, yeah. big wide, wide H- Hazelwood's out. big, isn't he? Who? Hazelwood, isn't he big as well? He's like yeah, six four around there. He's like six, six four, six three. That's like yeah. the, but the kid that the kid that they just signed, you don't want to look at his Semo tape. You want to look at his NEO tape. And I think at the NEO, I think he had like a hundred and forty two receptions or something like that. Mm-hmm. Northeast Oklahoma. That's it. The the one of the they used to be the the top one of the top tier junior colleges that everybody used to come out of, like over over there, there's a couple in Arizona. So. And wh- while while we're talking about wide receivers as well, I mean, I think that uh, we've heard a lot about Nada and how he's kind of been uh, popping off as the uh, the best uh, <laughs> wide receiver four on the on the team and practices so far. But I have to say, um, Olamide he played pretty well in the open practice. I, I, saw, I saw him have a, a couple good catches. Uh, there was one in the back of the end zone in particular that uh, he, had, he had a nice little acrobatic fall catch. What, that, what, that he was what about what, what about Quez? I, I think Quez has solidified his number three spot as much as. Uh, no, 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 What did you see in practice? <laughs> did I you see? I wasn't. I wasn't. I was actually. Okay. I was actually wasn't looking. I'm, if I'm going to be honest, after being out there baked in the hot sun, sitting mm-hmm. on a tailgate, there was that. There was at times. I had look. Well, I I was watching. I, but I, 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 I got Gail a, a giant. I'm, water I'm about ice. to go. I'm yeah. about to go right in. I, I was. Uh, I, I said, look. I looked at. I looked at Evan. Evans looked at me. He's like, you wanna you wanna read his water ice? And I said, bro. I'm like, thank you. He came. He came <laughs> back with that reader. Uh, I wanted mango, but they ran out. Yeah. So what did get? What I get at blueberry? Blue raz. Had a blue uh, tongue and everything, but I'm sitting there getting brain freeze, <laughs> looking hilarious. at Ev. I'm like, bro, I was, I was in so much pain, but Every, like, it was so good. In the back of me, he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was, it was the best Reader's ice I've ever had in my life. Try the yeah. uh, Georgia Peach if you ever get a chance. Georgia, it, it, it was all about too. We, we were dying in that heat, and that that water ice just. I feel like it, it brought our body temperature down like 20 degrees. It was great. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Chris Dropkins, oh god, oh oh, Riddick I mean, and Nolan are considered linebackers too, right? They are considered linebackers. I think Nolan more than uh more than more than uh, Riddick though, because I think he's he's a he's uh used to dropping back as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but now it's like when you look at Riddick, it's like he's an outside rusher, and he may give you a little flats, like a cover little flats just to be a decoy. But do you really want your best pass rusher dropping in the coverage? No. Mark Bird says the the Devin Allen clock is ticking. Um, and while I agree with you, I just want to throw out the caveat that there was a time, once upon a time during Eagles training camp, where I was sitting here saying, I am sick and tired of the Jordan Mylotta experiment. It's time to move <laughs> on. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> you, were, you really were saying that? Dude, we, we were like four years into it, and he hadn't done anything. 
You really would say that? Yeah, who, like four who, years who, in when we when he hadn't who, played. Hey, I, I was I went with you, so I was like, I, I yeah. can tell you what I what I've seen and it, and the, and the progress. It, it was like, a, a, and I didn't I didn't have that. Only reason that I didn't have that mindset is because I I've seen some practice stuff and I've seen him working with Trey. Not yeah. only that, it's like um, seeing Steve. I don't know if you remember to get Steve Neal. He was an All Pro for the New England Patriots, and I, I may, may have told you guys this before, but he never played a single down of college football. He was a wrestler. We had him on our team, on our practice squad. They had him at D-line at first, uh, running practice stuff. Then they had him at offense line, practice stuff. The next week, Steve was gone. The New England Patriots uh, had got him, made him into a guard. He was an all-pro guard, won like two, two of the, three of their Super Bowls with him. I was like, son of a bunion. So, you know, <laughs> you never know when you have a big athletic guy and they've never played football before, it's kind of easy to teach them, especially if they're willing to learn. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of like with you on the Devin Allen thing. This is the clock is to me the clock is still ticking. Hundred percent. It's but I, I think that this he like right now what they what they did for him so far as bringing him in on the pup list and then just like activating him now and giving him an opportunity. This is his shot. He's got a you know this is a, a good shot, and he, he needs to show him something to where they'll keep him in some kind of capacity. My thing about uh, it, it's really it's about it's about finding someone they can develop. But at the end of the day, I, I don't even think it's you know. I don't think he's in the equation. You know, obviously he showed out on a last year preseason. Um, I, I think they're just developing him. I mean, if they can get something out of him, fine. But at the end of the day, I think I think I know who our five are or at the already at the moment. You, I mean, if you can't get on special teams and contribute, that's at the end of the day your wide receiver five and four. They got to be in the mix in the, in that. Uh, I, I think someone was up on the screen. I forgot what that comment was up. I was going to say something on. It. Don oh, was talking about, uh, you know, if we were able to keep our Thega Whiteside around for years, we can give Devin Allen. <laughs> there's a, there's a big caveat there. One draft capital. Yeah, man. Uh, JJ was a second round pick versus we're talking about an undrafted free agent. Yeah, those guys and get a little bit more leeway. A lot more leeway. What the hell do you mean? Yeah, I tell you, I, I play. I started my rookie year. There was a particular first round draft pick that did not play one single snap of a game until the 16th game of the season and he and got was that when everybody out. was sitting no we we had to win the game we had to win the game to get into the playoffs so mm-hmm. we played against the jets that's when uh tyrone depper went on tv and the jets were like one and 14 as like hell if we can't beat the jets we need to be at home that's when <laughs> he was he was still with the jets he gave him all he had like three or four sacks dude they gave us all we ended up winning and that, that was my, my first playoff game was listening to Jeffrey Osborne sing the national anthem. He nice. woo woo wooed would be mine, oh mine. But uh, <laughs> but it was like, uh, it, and it was it's kind of like they get way too many. Not only not only with the team that they get drafted by, but the rest of the NFL. Do you uh, you're not old enough to remember uh, John Harris? You probably heard about John Harris. John Harris was drafted to be the predecessor to William Fuller. William Fuller had three years in a row where he had 12-plus sacks and left defensive end, and he was a free agent after that. They didn't sign him back. He signed with San Diego and had another three or four years of 10-plus sacks at the left defensive end. We drafted John Harris in the first round. We proceeded to keep him, and that was the first time I had ever seen a, a a coach cry. Our defensive line coach cried because they had to release Indy Kalu, who got drafted in the fifth round, 
and he was 10 times better than John Harris, who got drafted in the first round. The coach was crying. Mm. And that's it's like that. So, but the part that I'm getting to is he got two, 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 more, two more shots, two more shots after he left here. Yeah. We, tra- we traded him to Denver. Then he got a shot at Green Bay, too. The, G- the GM do not want to be wrong mm-hmm. about anything. Achilles Smith got a second shot uh, somewhere after he got left Cincinnati. I don't think you old enough to remember that ordeal either. No, but I've, I've seen it with uh, even this year with Nikhil Harry. I mean, remember when he went, uh, he was the Patriots' first round selection a few yeah. years ago. And then he bounces around. Uh, where was he last year? I think with Chicago. And then he was, well, you know, practicing. we worked him out. We he just, him out. He just signed then, with someone today. Yeah, yeah, and he and now he's elsewhere. Uh, he yeah. just bounces around. He's, you know. Now, uh, Anthony uh, asked Hollis, "What's the first thing you do when you get to Seattle besides play uh, <laughs> grunge music?" But play some grunge. But you say play some grunge music. Evan's uh, favorite. Well, I heard I heard y'all got some quality haberdashery spots. Um, as you can see, my team. My favorite color is green. <laughs> and you like Damn to go Skippy. find the green. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Skippy. We all repping we all, all repping the Damn Skippy squad. Make sure you get your t-shirt. Yeah, from phillysportshirts.com. Uh, My boy Drew, he's just uh he's just got the uh the go ahead to he's got some Kelly Green shirts that he's coming out with too. Ooh. You guys might want to go check those out. Uh, it's tremendous phillysportshirts.com. And speaking of Kelly Green, man, uh, me, Gail, and Prime were all uh, we were leaving the the practice that night, and uh, Prime, it's me. I, I was gassed at this point. I was just ready to go, <laughs> and I wasn't ready to go drop you know hundreds of dollars in the pro shop. I just wanted to go home at this point. And uh, Prime's like, "Yo, let's uh, let's let's go check out the pro shop, dude. If you guys on any game day want to go to the pro shop." Either get there early or, or yeah. go another time, man. <laughs> the got, the got, lines got, with the Kelly Green this year are going to be uh, insane. I got one better for you, uh, uh, Ev. So when you remember when I when I that uh, fiasco that I my autograph signing. Mm-hmm. When I get up to from my autograph signing, I just have to be right next to the pro shop. How about I turned it and it was a line. You know that line like like a like yeah, you, like you, like you go through security thing. check, like you go through security check. Yeah, at, yeah. at the airport. Yeah, I was like, and I turned and I was like, oh God. And he was like, there was security there, and they was only letting a couple of people in at a time as they was coming in and out. And the line was, and the line, it didn't stop. I had to go this way, then this way to go around the line. I was like, damn. Yo, Hollis was out there looking like a milk death, melted. Yeah, I looked, I looked like Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> it was like when they, when they took him inside the museum. If I knew he was over there, I would have I swung over there. Uh, but I, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't say anything. I didn't really say, I didn't know where I was going to be at. Uh, they I, they gave it to they I, I, um I'm often the Eagles uh, wingman when it comes to like uh, events like this when somebody doesn't show up when somebody gives their word but they renege on it and he's like hey Tank could you I'm your wingman I'm your wingman so buy me a beer that's why I'm here mighty wingman now Junior Zach but what the heck mighty wingman yeah. no, Martin, yes. no if you uh, cop the Kelly Green jersey I, I gotta I gotta know man like do, do you wear I, do you wear jerseys other than your own? No, nah, you know what? I wear I wear jerseys from. Uh, I already had a Kelly Green jersey. I already got a a a, a, Carl, a Carl Michael Kelly Green jersey. Okay, and it's like so. I, I wear jerseys from when I grew up, and I, you know, and I was watching people. I wear, and then I, I do no wear mo- my own. No modern day jerseys. You don't have? No, I am. I, I'm actually going to get mine in Kelly Green 
with the, uh, and the only way that you'll know that it's authentic because they will not they will not print your jersey with H. Period Thomas on it because that's how I had it on the back of my jersey when I played. So the only way you can get those is if you come to if you come to the wax. <laughs> <laughs> but I already got mine. I'm, I'm already ordered the seven eight and Kelly Green because I I'm an ultimate Kelly Green and I and you know what the funniest crap was those yellow and blue jerseys. Oh, they're hideous. Yeah, but they look so sexy and they use a seven eight on them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm actually I'm actually in the midst of in the midst of working that deal and working my jelly to get those. But uh, and, but like I, actually I got a Mean Joe Green. I have Barry Sanders. I have um, Gail Sayers. Uh, I have Walter. Gail's Payton. named after. Yeah, <laughs> Walter Payton. Uh, I have, I've got uh, both of those. I got both of those. I got uh, Joe Montana. I got Terry Bradshaw. Uh, I got Concrete Charlie. I got Concrete Charlie's when um, so when I I met like I met Concrete Charlie a long, long time. Actually, when I was still playing, and I didn't even know who he was, and uh, me and him became cool. And it's like every you know every every time they had like one of the little alumni get-togethers, I would always talk to him. He's like one of the coolest people in the world to talk to, man. It was like uh, when he uh, when he kicked, it was kind of it was kind of rough when he kicked the bucket because I had literally just saw him. It's like, man, you think you're, you know, yeah. Now, uh, Robert M asked, how is Reed getting all this praise off of one interception and a few tackles last year? And how is Kayvon Wallace getting reps over Brown? Brown is going to be. I, I mean, like Reed diss right there. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, the guy was UDFA. You don't make, as a UDFA, make this much noise. I mean, he's obviously doing the right things to practice. Um, when I like when you look at him diagnose the run and make a, a beam, Mm-hmm. Like a like a protractor, direct line. He there's no missteps um, when he when he comes up and runs support. Obviously, I like to see him improve in um, coverage, but obviously, no Reed, the beat. Yeah, but beat the beats Reed, are saying he's locked. He's locked in right now. So I, I mean, the the way I look at it, man, is that like you, you're saying, how is Reed getting all this praise off of one interception <laughs> and a few tackles last year? How many interceptions did got? That's 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 what I was gonna get at. Is that Reed started four games so far in his entire Eagles career? He has a pick. He has those tackles you're talking about, and he has at least two plays that I can think about that I was like, "Damn, that was a really good play." Off the top of my head from last yeah. year, versus Kayvon Wallace, who's been here for three years, and what, what, the, hell's, what the hell's he done? Not got drafted. The thing that the thing that you're missing is he got drafted. If you knew what it took for Reed to even get on the damn field. To even get any, even get any looks, you had to kick ass on the third. You had to kick at, you had to kick the third strings ass, and then you had to kick the second strings ass for you to even get up there. It's a, you have it's to make a, it undeniable for the coach. Yeah, be like I, there's only, no reason we can't play him. Not only that, it's like the thing is like I don't think people understand is, and you said this earlier about uh, pick, draft picks getting uh, more chances. It's like when you come in as uh, undrafted, you have to be fully polished. Yeah. And when I say fully polished, like like nobody on this level taught me how to taught me how to dissect a a, a, a zone block. Nobody taught me how to how to defeat an influence trap or uh or a, a wham play. I learned all that stuff in college, mm-hmm. and then, and I I was fortunate enough to have some quality coaches. And the nose guard, co- I, the head coach was coaching me for at nose guard, which was which which was now that I look at it was imperative to my career mm-hmm. because he he taught me all the little integral parts. Just playing nose guard in general. Take the take the take all the other stuff out. Just nose guard in general, and what to look for, and how to and how to break schemes down. 
And the one thing, if I can say anything, uh, from my boy Frank Roy. Frank Roy said, he said, he said, your big ass has the ability, this is in high school, your big ass has the ability to play on Sunday. He said that what you need to develop is killer instinct, because they called me a teddy bear, because I was giant. They, all, they say, and you have to run sideline to sideline, 20 to 20. It's like, if you don't have that type of hustle, if you have that type of hustle, you will make it. And it's it's it helped it's helped me the entire time. But that's the one thing you have to look at with Reed doing what he do as an undrafted free agent. And Kevon Wallace, you know that they thrusted him in there right away. And and I, I I never told you guys this. You know how they have scout team and practice squad. Like the rookies, we're supposed to do a practice squad. So the uh, we did me and myself, my myself and Dawkins, we did practice squad one day, <laughs> one day. Because practice squad, they tell you don't go over there and be a dummy. You're supposed to get work too. So me and Dawkins was over there destroying stuff, and we were never asked to play practice squad again. <laughs> so that's how that's how you get out of that. But I did take it. I did take it somewhere else. But Reed is not. No, he's not Ed Reed. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, then the beat writers were saying that he had the the play of the day today. Right. Uh, he had a diving interception mm-hmm. um and he's he's the one safety that has been predominantly taking all first team reps uh while the other guys have been being have been worked in so mm-hmm. again like as a udfa hollis will tell you you got to do tremendous things to even be considered considered i th- I, th- I think he could be a legitimate starting free safety on this team man i think he's got ball hawk abilities i think he, he's good at watching the quarterback's eyes and anticipating where the ball is going to go um, so that's that's all the kinds of things you look for in a free safety man. If he can turn the ball over a few times this year for us, I don't I don't think uh, anybody's going to be complaining about replaying. <laughs> uh, you got you got one too many A's right there. <laughs> that was uh, all the triple A's. Uh, no, it's they just, was, it's just AA that sponsors us. <laughs> Not our triple A. Not Alcohols Anonymous. Triple A. I'm kidding. <laughs> now uh, I know a lot of people out there. You know I, I've been getting people jerseys when I can. Uh, I know. A lot of people out there doing the, the Lord's work. You know, if you have not got your Kelly Green jersey, mm-hmm. I will try my best as I take periodic. I just got back from the damn post office today. So if you hit me up, I will try my best. You know, it, it takes some time. I know some people are saying that it won't be till October till you get your jersey. But that's why you see crazies like us at 3 a.m. getting our jerseys because it means something. But again, I just know how things work after all these years. So yeah. obviously, uh, if you need a jersey that bad and you're in this chat room right here, I will try my best to get you a jersey. Just uh, send me that money, okay? <laughs> send me that money, okay? Uh, Sean says, who in this uh, room here is going to the home opener? That would be all of us. Damn, skip me. Uh, Ryan, stop me. We'll be where, where, where are we gonna be at? Where, where are we gonna be at the, before the game, though? I'll be at the this, fourth John tailgate, pal. I know I'm gonna be at live casino, though, with uh, sipping on private with, stock, yeah, with uh, with, with Philly sports strips. <laughs> are, you, are you guys uh, are you guys you guys are tailgating uh, yeah. in the same spot that Vince had his birthday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we actually we the, the first trip, uh, the first trip is down to New England. Uh, that should that should be fun. That should be fun. Uh, yeah. We will 
We'll be there for the Philly Sports Show tailgate. Are you? Are you going to? Are you going to? Uh, you going? You guys going to New England? Mm-hmm. I think so. Well, I think oh, we oh, have that, to. Yeah, that, be, I think it's going to be fun because I think the night before, I think we we're having a party at, at one of the uh, Eagles bars there, and mm-hmm. it, it should be it should be a tremendous time. It looks like uh, from what I can see, what the menu says, and you know the layout of uh, fine adult beverages. <laughs> Damn, Skippy! I gotta hey. say too, like the one thing I'm kind of looking forward to, and it is coming off of the heels of this open practice, dude. I was sweating my ass off at that open practice, <laughs> and I, I know that these tailgates that we throw earlier in the season uh, all tend to be hot as hell. Hopefully up in New England, we got some reasonable temperatures uh, going for week one. That'd be nice. That'd be a 70-degree day or something. People were laughing at me because I had long sleeves on yesterday. I was laughing at you. I I was like, what the hell is this guy doing? You do look like somebody's uncle out there. See, see, I'm sweating. (laughs) Like, Obviously, you got the desert look because you you guys got dark material on. I'm trying to stay Cool. I mean, dude, I, I was I was in the cotton shirt, so I was not. Well, initially, 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 Ev, I had on the I had on the uh, a, a light gray eagle, old school with the old school eagle on the front, mm-hmm. and I had the, uh, a black uh, bucket hat on with the old school eagle on it. Mm. Came nice. up out the the gray the, the the gray shirt did nothing for me. <laughs> I came about that, so I was like, "So, okay, so this is this is how Triple A treated me." It's like, and no, it was a bunch of, and I should have known better because it was a, it was a team. I looked at, I was like, "You guys have never done this before." They sent some newbies over here, so they and they was like, "Yeah, this is our first time." No tent set up. It was eighty plus degrees outside with the barometric pressure steadily rising, and the dew point was holding steady at seventy eight. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay. So then they didn't have a table set up to sign autographs. They's like, we're just giving out pictures. I was like, these pictures, these people don't want no damn pictures. They want autographs. So then I had to take their table and get me a chair. And guess who was sitting in the chair? The only chair that they supposedly had, the security guard. She was sitting over there like this. I was like, really napping? Yeah, chilling. I was like, you're supposed to be security. They was like, well, I was like, what? Well, you don't want to tell her to get her ass up and do her job? Come on! <laughs> oh, so then, oh. so so then, so then they, I'm sitting there signing autographs. So you would think, as they see the sweat pouring off my head, because I've taken off my bucket hat because I've sweated it out, and uh, you, everybody's like, "Man, it's hot out here." Here, sign this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the sweat on you. <laughs> so <laughs> then, so then, about I have 15 minutes left in my interview, and. They bring me a tent then. <laughs> hey, and so then I'm with a, a newbie that's that's taking care of that's my handler. So she doesn't know to cut the line off when there's five minutes left. Mm. So now I look like a jerk walking away from a line full of people at six <laughs> at, at six thirty-five. I was only supposed to be there till six thirty. Well, I mean the positive is that's the handler's job to relay that information. <clears throat> I'm sure they I'm sure they're talking about talking shit on you today. Well, now the people, the people, not the people, because the people they saw, they was like, "Man, it is hot out here." I took, I took a bunch, of, bunch of pictures and stuff. It was pretty cool, though. The fans were, they, they were understanding, and it was like nobody was obnoxious or anything. It was great. What's your, what's your guys' favorite spot to sit in the stadium to watch a game? Right where we're at On now. The sideline. Ooh, flex. Um, I'm gonna On the go sideline, right on the on the end bench, where I was. <laughs> I'm gonna go seat one thirty one, row twelve. That's where. Uh, Shout out to see, you know, if I wasn't buying a house, it'd be a different story. <laughs> but uh offered 
uh, season tickets. I could so I was like, you know, Prime. I know Prime would do something with these tickets right now. So Prime is a season ticket holder uh, this year. He's so pr- you know Prime is proud of anything and Eagles. Forward, he's got the license. But as a season ticket holder, he can now flex. But uh, I think that with the seats we're watching. It's almost like watching uh, all twenty-two, so you can get to see the plays. Oh, I can, mm-hmm. I can call things out. Feel well, like I'm doing something out there. This you want you? I, I kind of have two flexes. One is the owner's box. <laughs> the other is up there with Merle Reese while he's calling the game. You know, when I, I, when I, when I threw the when I, I threw the question out there, here. when I threw the <laughs> question out there, it was like you know realistic places that other people oh. could get to. Oh, you, 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 didn't, you didn't tell me. That I didn't add that caveat. That's my okay. Bad. That's my uh, deep, deepest apologies. Uh, <laughs> this is delicious, by the way. You know, you, I know you in there with him farting up a storm up there with uh, Merrill over there. No, it'd be Merrill the quick enough. And then like a hot box up in there. <laughs> no, it's smells uh, something rotten in here, the Hollis. Window, the window, the window's open. <laughs> uh, Anthony says he's seen Hollis five, five times. Never got an autograph. Damn, man! What you was waiting on? He's waiting. He's, he's at the back of that line, still waiting. Yeah, he's not at the back of the line. He's seen me five times, <laughs> up close and personal. I think he's. I think we probably got a couple of pictures together. Bob hmm. down under says he he only gets thirty yard line standing only ticks. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Philly Sports Trips. Now, if we talked about going on trips, now if you're looking to book a trip, go to phillysportstrips.com. Uh, they have. All these packages that you can go on. Don't um, get bus trips. Y'all like to go on the bus trips. Yeah, you like bo- bus trips. They they cover all sports now, not just yeah. football, but also baseball. If you do that hockey, uh, maybe. Do you yeah, hockey you, trips? Yeah, yeah. Are you going? You going to the one in uh? There's a hockey trip for uh, the Hell outdoor no. game. Hell and no. I go, I, I'm going. I don't do no hockey. I'm going, and I'm and I'm going to London next year with the, on the baseball game. Baseball See now game. that cool. that cool. would be nice. I'm going. <laughs> I, I know you. This guy front first class. He's drinking a drink well, and, his, and his pinky's up. My pinky's not out. I'm a man, so Dude, nah, I, I seen I seen it. Drink. I seen it. I walked by, I seen Hollis with his pinky up. I grabbed my drink like this. Something. Um let's see. Uh let's see. Any any uh, any other topics that ever did we did we miss something? Yeah, bread company. Did we miss something? Oh, I guess not. Did we miss something? Um <laughs> No, any other tra- training camp standouts that I that we forgot? I mean, I, uh, we talked Nolan, we talked Sydney. Let me, um, let me, let me. Jalen Carter has been balling. Let me, let me ask you guys this thing. Um, yeah, he's been wrecking shop too. Um, I was, I was wondering what you guys thought about what, you, what do you, what kind of, what do you think that Desai uh, is going to deploy? How do you think they're going to? De- I think he's going to deploy these guys because, uh, uh, because uh, this is the point. Well, because we've seen the vanilla side of uh, of a defense this. The stack like we are. So what do you got? What are you guys expecting this year? Out of Sean Desai? I mean, it's kind yeah, of an open ended question. A lot of well, a lot okay, of front. So, okay. Well, uh, yeah. I'm just saying, are you are you expecting a little innovation? A little, hey, let's mug the center and not yeah. let a not let the baddest quarterback in the land just know everything we're doing. <laughs> I think I think Nolan having Nolan Smith in the house. Gives you a tremendous wild card. I think moving him around will be uh, very uh, interesting. I think, I mean, he, hey, if you need to put him in coverage, mm-hmm. he, they're throwing him out there in some coverage snaps. Yeah, um, now, I was yeah. going to say with his speed, it could be yeah. Stunt City, man. Yeah, oh. but, the, but the, okay, so since you guys really didn't have any answer, 
this is what I this is what I this is what I envision. I envision putting Nolan out there, Sweat out there, uh, 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 I just said Nolan. Ready, ready. I'm talking about putting them all out there at the same time. Oh yeah. But putting just two defensive tackles in there and putting two other linebackers in there and pretty much running a muck because you don't know what he's going to run. And when you do when you do that, I call it organized chaos. And organized chaos means that everybody has an assignment and you follow your assignment. I don't I don't know if I've ever told you guys this story about uh, about how how uh, Jim Johnson became endeared to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, so when he first got here, I was like, you know, I was slightly the man, little fat ass kids, you know, I could stuff and run and do this and that. And so, you know, watching some, if you look at some of the, I had to show you too what I'm talking about too is when you write up all the defenses on the board, when you just look at them in just plain sight, it looks like everything is built for the safety and the linebackers to get fucking sacks. And Jim, one time Jim was just like, no, if you do your job, you may come free too. You have to do your job like you're going to come free too. And when he said that, I was like, so then it was like, it's one one blitz in particular, and they know it's my favorite blitz. You want to know why it's my favorite blitz? Because I still remember the hand signals. It's even Fox alert snake. That means it's an all-out blitz. As a defensive tackles, we were we were uh, we were supposed to rush. Now initially, when I saw this, I thought I was supposed to bull rush the guard. You bull rush on the track. If the guard leaves, you keep going. That's how I got a bunch of sacks and stuff and, and, uh, and forced fumbles because when you listen to the integral parts of the defense and you do your job exactly the way they did tell you, then every everybody eats. And that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for in this defense, especially with the guys being played with each other before, knowing that if you do your job exactly the way that you're supposed to, eventually you'll eat. Not eventually. At some point you'll eat because – they're gonna. They're gonna. Somebody's got to come free. They can't block everybody. So, yeah. Um, T- Tim brings up a uh, an interesting question. Uh, something we've been talking about this uh, this off season. How's the Jurgens versus Steen battle looking? <laughs> As of right now, it looks like it, it's, it's 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 leading Jurgens, right? Yeah, Jurg- yeah. It looks like Jurgens leads right now. And so, and um and, and I'm cool with that. I just didn't want. I just didn't want Jurgens to like uh. We had to find a new center, but I think uh, I think we, we just had to go with the best guys that's ready right now. You think you think if Kelsey, like let's say Jurgens performs well at right guard this year, right? Um, do you think when Kelsey retires next year, we slide him over to center, or do you think that we end up just dra- like in the draft seeing what we do? Well, no, you you because Jurgens is a backup center, mm-hmm. and so he has to kick down and Steen comes in. So I think that I think that this gives us a tremendous a tremendous like balance because the, at one uh, on one on one hand I don't like the fact that well I do like the fact that Jurgens is going to get some uh some quality time. I was like but then on the other hand we we'll have to you know bring Steen along and I think Steen is probably going to get some playing time as well. Uh you know especially like late in the games if we're destroying people like I think we should be. Right. right. It's like so I think that I think this is going to be good for for Jurgens in, in the in the long run because He'll he'll know how to play guard. And he'll know what the guy's thinking, especially when uh when he, when when Kelsey does leave, and Steen is over there. He could know exactly what to tell the kid. When when you say when the Eagles are demolishing a team and Steen comes in because of that, are you saying he comes in with the ones? Or are you saying that the well, twos got, in, uh, entirely come in? 
Well, no, he, he's going to come in. He's going to come in. And they're going to kick Jurgens to center. See, it's like when you, when you bring that. When you, when you, when you bring. But I'm like, saying, would you still have Jalen still out there at that point? Oh, and, Mar- and, and, Mar- and you're experimenting Mar- with Mar- going to be out there. Okay. Now, when we kick an ass, you everybody gets to everybody gets to play. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like in in high school when I was a, a sophomore and they put me on the uh, just because I played football, they put me on the varsity team and we was running up the score. You know, everybody wants their name in the paper. So I was on a fast break one time and I was with like a, a kid that was smaller than me and I had ran back on the fast break and I, I looked at him. I was like, if you don't pass me that fucking ball, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted my name in the paper. So it's just like that. Everybody's going to be looking for spat. Now, uh, uh, Steen's getting some uh, reps at um, left tackle as well. Um, yeah. They're also getting some first team reps at guard um, with um, – Cam Jurgens getting some first team reps at center, um, giving obviously uh, Kelsey some breaks during camp. So I think uh, yeah. there are, you know, the fact that you get Steen um, getting some uh, work across the line. I mean, at the end of the day, we really need versatility. I mean, whoever yeah. that utility like, guy is going to be, we need that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of like when you're when you're a young guy. Uh, it's like when I first when I first came, I thought I was just going to be playing left defensive tackle. Uh, he's like he's like no. When you go in there, you play wherever the veteran don't want to play. It's like, damn. And every veteran wants to play left tackle because you lined up with your right hand down. So <laughs> it's the uh, only person that uh, didn't line up with their left hand down, with their right hand down, was Red Hall. And I love Red. Because <laughs> every time I went in there, he was in there. He's like, you don't want to take your little fat ass. I was like, well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, let's see. Let's see. Any any, uh, any other topics we've missed? I don't know. I just work here. I think we hit them all. I think we've hit them all today. <laughs> What's that? Uh, one question we got here from Bob from down on. Question for you. Do you feel sorry for the twos O-line going against the D-lines twos? I do not because uh, sometimes in, in life <laughs> you need to get your ass kicked to learn a lesson. And uh, if these guys can walk away from their ass kicking they're receiving from the yeah. – the second D line and at least come away with it with some information on how am I, how am I going to, uh, you know, tackle that next time. That's valuable. They're getting no, better. I don't, I don't feel sorry for them. That's what, see, that's a, a, you, you're right. Ev. The fact, the thing is, is you put the ones versus the twos. You know why you do that? Because eventually the twos have got, are going to have to have to play sometime and they're going to, that's the competition that they're going to play against. I never understood that when I was playing, mm-hmm. but now I do say, because when you go in there, you're not going against no two. Yeah, you're going, it's like, you're going against their best players, especially yeah, you're when gonna, you're the one winning the game. Exactly, it's like so. You, it's like I, I've, uh, I've they, they do that in, in practice all the time. So it's the it's the one thing that I uh, end up end up loving because that's it. Pretty much how I got to play. I got start. You know, I, I moved up to the second unit. I was on the first. I was on the first goal line unit, and I was on the first short yardage unit. Maybe because I was the chubbiest there, uh, <laughs> but. uh but then, like you know, getting in there and playing against the ones and the twos, you know, that's when that that's when you truly see, that's when you truly get, you know, they they see you, especially being uh, being undrafted. It's like they they're not really looking for you to do anything. But then when you do something like, who was that? Rewind that. It's like okay. Mm. So, so uh, um, I, I got to ask you guys, uh, based okay. off of Pete's question, do we finally put an end? To the annoying ass story that is every year at the what I think the Baltimore Ravens have won something like what like twenty five straight preseason games. Yeah. You, you think like we that. bring that to an end? 
it'll it'll know. be interesting to see who plays. It'll, you know, it'll be interesting. Uh, Harbaugh is a, a extremely competitive individual, uh, so it'll be we'll be we'll be looking to do it. Put it that way. Yeah. Uh, I, what I would like to see, I want I would love to see the running backs out here, the uh, back end guys. Obviously, Trey Sermon be. This is a topic that just keeps breaking. It, I'm, all, right. I'm, I'm, already, no, I'm I'm just saying I'm already locked in. I'm already yeah. like I already got my four guys. I don't like I saw heard some beats talking about oh you know they could trade Boston. Boston Scott is a utility guy that I love. I don't he's, and he's a giant me. killer. Yes, I mean that's worth 1.9 mil, right? Alone? Eating the Giants? Yeah. Three times in a row. Yeah. Okay. Somebody want to know what position I would have played if I didn't play defensive tackle? Nose guard. <laughs> Fullback. Uh, no, you know what? The funniest thing is they they tried to put me in that position. I don't like getting hit. I like diff. I like dishing out pain. Mm. Uh, I probably would have played uh, guard. That's about it. Mm. That's something something where I can attack. <laughs> now Robert says I have a feeling Slayer Bradbury will take a slight step back. Who will it be? I I don't believe so, man. Those I guys. Think- I mean. But I, mean, I think uh, I think I think what I don't think, had an all pro year. Second yeah. team. And uh and Rob, the one thing that I think that uh both of those guys have uh learned to do is uh is like, and once you get to a certain point in your career as a pro, you learn what to do and what not to do. And I, I don't think it's like the, the part about taking the step back, I, I think with the young guys, I think the young guys will keep them young. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. If you put it this way, it was like when uh I don't know if you guys remember when we had Troy Vincent and Bobby Taylor. Playing mm-hmm. at cornerback and stuff, and like when they we get they, the influx of Dawkins and uh and uh and Damian Moore mm-hmm. at safety, they they were they were spry. It was like we had some. It was like they were spry. Then we added a uh, dirty one, uh, uh, Al Harris. It was like that. That's actually where the Buffalo package came from because I think we were playing against uh, we played against uh, oh Arizona Cardinals, and they brought they can't they they ran a lot of Kings. Kings mean there's no tight end and three wide receivers, uh, but they were still it was three wide receivers and two running backs. So when they come out with that type of formation, uh, you you can't put a linebacker out there on a damn wide receiver. That's what it, the Buffalo formation I was telling you guys. Yeah. That's where it came from. So you, you want to the thing that you want to do as a defense coordinator is you want to match personnel, but you also want to be able to want to have a bunch a myriad of things that you can run and still run that you would normally run out of regular. But you could, but but you have different personnel in there, Chris. <laughs> um, when you talk, hey Hollis, you're talking about formations now. Yeah. Check out this formation. I don't know if you guys seen this formation. Um, oh, this, <laughs> this formation was uh, where the 49ers thought that they could block our uh, our, our front. Look with how panicked Brock looks right there with Brock Purdy hey, uh, hey, alone hey, with the, Tyler hey, Croft trying to block. It's kind um, of funny that you put that up there. If you if uh, you get a chance on one of the trips and you meet Wilbur Montgomery, ask him about Kyle Shanahan and getting quarterbacks hurt just like that. <laughs> because he he hates Kyle Shanahan. He said he gets every quarterback that plays for him hurt because he thinks that you could block with five and then just let guys and let everybody go out. You cannot do that all the time. Yeah. Um 49ers fans have uh hit my DMs now, they're a little Salty from that meme. They're memes, guys. Just memes. Yeah, that means they'll get over. It's just memes. Tell it's... Them, you know, you know the funny thing is they had their punter talking about uh, that they could have won if, if their if their uh, quarterback hadn't got hurt. You know how stupid you sound talking about if your quarterback had to get hurt. Your offensive line is supposed to protect your quarterback, Mister Dumbass. Tyler I mean, Croft, Mister Dumas. 
Oh, but they want Tyler Croft on Riddick. Riddick. Uh, whatever. <laughs> exactly. They're stu- stupid. Uh, let's see. Anthony has a question. He says, question for all, all three of y'all. First player that comes to mind when you think of Kelly Green. First player? Honestly, the first player that came to my mind, it's, it's either Reggie or Eric Allen. Wow. Harold okay. Michael. I'm I'm gonna go pee. Uh, this guy with the uh, urinary uh, update of the month. Um, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Randall. I mean Reggie too, but I just feel like uh, I think he, it just Randall is just like maybe because I like Randall. Um, but I, I think overall I think uh, Kelly Green era man. It's, it's you know I, I I'm gonna be honest. I was talking to Evan, and I was saying looking at all this sea of Kelly green. I was just like, <laughs> I kind of liked it when it was my own thing. Cause I was all, when like, there's not a lot of people that were wearing Kelly green after the, there, there, you see, no, Gail was the one that gave the Eagles the idea to go back to Kelly. Green. Yeah. Oh, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, it was just one of those things where I, I just rock it. Cause I just rock it. And then people were like, Oh, you, that's, that's, that's dope. You're walking the, you're rocking the Kelly green. But now just to see a whole bunch of Kelly Green. Yesterday I didn't even wear my Kelly Green Why jersey not? out there. Man. Cause everyone was wearing Kelly Green. I was like, man. Uh, uh so so now you're gonna, go you gonna go back to it's kind of like what I said. It's like the uh, forbidden fruit. Now you can have it, you don't want it. Yeah, Gail's gonna start rocking the uh, the yellow and blues. I can feel it. <laughs> she's like, you know what? They're actually not that bad. They're not that, they're not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, you know what would be sweet though? He's got a Steagles jersey. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know the uh, ones that they had in like the uh, the late the late seventies, early eighties. Uh huh. <laughs> were they were they the ones that um the Vic era wore? Twenty like ten uh, was that those ones? I, I don't know. The ones with the two stripes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's all before me. Now, now Anthony little... Anthony asks a question here, which is something that we get in our DMs. Well, it's Fourth and John still drinking. Of course, it's still drinking Bud Light our tailgates. Uh, Light we're talking. We're, we're talking about a a, a a brand that has backed us since we started. Like all these other people that have issues, are the same people who don't show up to a tailgate empty-handed, who who well, aren't I providing anything. So shout out to Bud Light for mm-hmm. hooking y'all up at a tailgate for the last seven years. So, oh, but not me. I'm saying I've I've. I'm a silver bullet. No, no. <laughs> now, I, I'm a, I've always been Michelob Ultra and uh, Bud Light. I mean, we were talking about Bud Light. We're talking about Bud Light. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah put them in the bathroom. Put them in the bathroom. Um, just, oh, but I, again, like I said, up and that is. The, the, the amount of hate that we get in our DMs for such Having a thing. A sponsor, it's kind of It's kind of stupid. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say that. Uh, um, and, and, yeah, and and just just to really pound pound at home, if you're commenting and talking how you're not coming to the tailgate because we're serving Bud Light, yeah. we don't care. <laughs> just, we don't care. We're, we're providing free beer and food yeah. and free entertainment, and uh, we just want to have a good time, and we don't want to be, you know, caught up in uh, political riffraff. Bro, at the end of the day, I, we had a good time, man. Yeah. We had a good well, yeah, time. Uh, I don't, I don't, I, I just never really been a Bud Light guy, but. It's a, it's a quality, we we got it, man. We're just trying to talk about sponsors, man. You I know it's a quality, but I was gonna say it was a, it's a quality beer. 
It's, it's diverse and stuff. <laughs> I'm only fuck with you. That was my evil laugh. Yeah. Puga no says, birds. imagine complaining about free beer. I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, appreciate you guys. I also appreciate um, um, Conchalk and Bakery. Uh, shout out to Tina and the family. 50 years of awesomeness. Uh, those, t- those, uh, those tomato pies, they were killing them. They were killing them out there. It, it's always funny when you go to a te- wherever tailgates, we get randos from all over the country that come in. Sometimes even world never had a tomato pie before mm-hmm. and they eat it and then they come back and they're like, that was really good. That was really good. But, I think, but, I think a lot of people but, get thrown off by the no cheese, man. But, a lot of people, I think they, they, they think the cheese is I, the most important part of the, uh, of the pizza, but to, to me, it's it a different is, sauce. It, it is a different sauce. I'm, I'm sorry, Hollis, that the I, not, middle of my sentence interrupted well, not, the beginning of yours. Go ahead. Well, no, I was, go, I was, I was just going to agree with you, but I, I've, I've had the, Tomato pie before, and it was better than I expected. See, like to say it's it's better. Uh, to say it was better than I expected. Uh, I yeah. expected to taste like you know like, like hammered shit, but it was it was a pretty ta- it was pretty tasty, and I eat it more than more than uh more than I care to mention. Okay, you got all the positive things to say about our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Got got to try an Evans Evans cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. Well, he still has not. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. No, whatever. Well, uh, well, uh, well, to a tailgate? I don't know. No, but I, I, I mean, know, this but is I what know. you look like when you try one. But hey. uh, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Ev makes one hell of a cheeseburger as well. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if you guys. I didn't get the cheesesteak, but the cheeseburger. I was almost ready to uh, give him a, a pack of ground chuck and to say, "Hey, man, could you just cook these for me?" Like you know. <laughs> No, so Ev was flexing around with his new grill, right? And then oh. he he like like I, I hadn't eaten anything all day. I'm holding down the spot, and all of a sudden Ev just comes out of nowhere with bacon. He just throws the bacon on the. He's like, I'm you know seasoning bacon. the grill, like. Oh, so he's like seasoning oh, wow. the grill up before the cheesesteak. So the cheesesteaks had a little bacon flavor to it as well. You brought you brought just brought a tear to my eye because uh, my dad my dad uh, rest his soul. He's a he was the chef, mm-hmm. and when I used to. When I, on the on these slim times when they heat like uh out in the summertime when I would go in I was a dishwasher and his prep cook on the times when I would go in that's how he would literally season the grill mm-hmm. he would start but the bacon was for like the bacon 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 cheeseburgers yep and the uh and the uh they were grilled chicken with bacon on them but it's like but he was started out bacon lined all up over the whole the whole the whole grill and I would uh I would wait till he was gone to steal some of the tasty <laughs> crisp pieces of bacon. And it was just like, man, as soon as you said that, I was like, ah, yeah. Oh, that, well, that's kind of the problem that I've run into is that um, I wanted to up the grill game for this next year's tailgate. And I did that. And I went and I got the, got a Blackstone. I went with the the premier brand. Uh, But the issue is, is that, man, I've got, I I live in a small apartment. I got Mm -hmm. no place to put this thing. Uh, Do you you also know one of the other things you could do too? To uh to up the the sexiness and the deliciousness of your cheese steaks and burger. What's that? It's you uh sometimes uh, my dad used to take a raw onion and rub the grill now, hmm. and What's I, that I, it makes everything delicious. Interesting. <laughs> a raw onion. Yeah. Um, I usually do. While 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 was on though. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Um. No, but so I, the the issue that I ran into is that I wanted to season that grill before even the tailgate happened, 
And then mm-hmm. I uh, I showed up and uh, like there was already some people there. And Gail comes over to me at one point and he goes, yo, so uh, whenever you're ready to start throwing some food on, uh, I think we're all good. And I was like, yeah, it's not that I don't want to. It's a matter <laughs> of I'm not trying to throw some food on an unseasoned grill. So I had to <laughs> it, it, it was a solid like 40 minute process. I, I did some olive oil and I spread that all around, let that burn off. And then I uh, threw some bacon on there, some nice fatty meats to get that soaked into the grill top. And then, uh, then it was cheesesteak time. But um, luckily, we don't need to do all that seasoning next time. We got a nice Ooh, on it pour, right now. Pour Ooh. beer on the onion Ooh. and caramelize it. Ooh. Interesting. That is sexy. What was the donito? That's what we're gonna do. A donito. taco, taco with, with a donut Nut. filled <laughs> with meat. <laughs> in... Uh, well, I think see. we're completely off the rails at this point. Yes, we we are ch blank blank ch. You are. A... So Jacob, uh, who's down, who's from from Louisiana, he right. says I've been to many tailgates, including the famous LSU tailgates, and I'll be a hundred percent honest, I enjoyed the Fourth of John tailgate more. Oh, cool. Blessings. Yes. Blessings. Thank you so much. Mother, mother. And then he also he also got married this year, so blessings to you and your lovely wife as well. Um, Pete Nathan, he's he's coming in off the top row. Raw onion trick is good for regular grill, not so much for the flat top grill. I'm just telling you what my dad did for the flat top. <laughs> it was a, it was a re, it was a restaurant, and he just he kind of did it was, and it's it's good for both both grills, but you know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, now for our last word, a uh, shout out to uh, Prime, who's uh, got held hostage at work. They said, ML ML. Uh, Prime, I mean, well, Mal got held hostage with, by a baby. He said, "You better change my diaper or else." Mm-hmm. Like, look here, buddy. That's real. That's real shit. No pun intended. <laughs> did did uh, Gil just curse? I never heard Gil curse. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, last word. Want. Last word there, uh, Mr. Hollis Thomas. I'd like to thank y'all for coming out. God bless. And uh, it's uh, the Eagle season is upon us. Um, um, it's like it's it's like it's like right there. You could almost taste it. Hmm. But uh, I'm glad I'm glad to be back. Basically, um, good times are, are ready to roll. Uh, it's about the time for the sun to start going down a little bit earlier, and us to start uh, not sweating so much outside, yes. and the forest fires to get put out. <laughs> Absolutely, go birds. Uh- Go birds, uh, Hollis. I gotta say, I love the the green lit beard tonight. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice little hue going on in your in your beard right now. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just want to thank everybody that came out to the uh, came out to the tailgate. Uh, I look forward to seeing you guys in a few weeks when we uh, start officially throwing down for the new year. Um, yeah, man, just excited excited for the new year and uh, go birds. Mm. Uh, so I mean, appreciate everyone who stopped by the tailgate. Um, before the practice, man, again, like all the other people that the crazies out there, whether it was uh, at the Jersey, um, Kelly Green pickup, just, just 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 to see the crazy Eagle fans, that gets me going because I'm like, you know, like you, you meet people and you're like, bro, you you like the Eagles just as much as I do or uh, you're as crazy as I am uh, about the Eagles. At the end of that, that energy, seeing 50,000 Eagle fans just geeked out for no reason, just, 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 you just – People bringing their kids. It's like, they, like kids are getting their first time 
at, at, at like, you know, Eagle events. Uh, you know, you see the look in their eyes right at tailgate. Kids geeked up about the Eagles. This is how it starts, dog. Yeah. Uh, they see and- a Hollis Thomas walk away from them <laughs> trying to get an yeah. autograph. This is how I it slap, starts. I slap high fives to the, to the little homies and stuff, you know. Yeah. I, I think I think it's worth mentioning too. I'm pretty sure that Citizens Bank Park holds 45,000 people. And so that Eagles open practice, had it been in Citizens Bank Park, would have been above capacity. Um, so it's pr- pretty impressive for a practice, if you ask me, man. So, I mean, uh, in terms of uh, tailgate and everything, uh, uh, we won't be seeing you until the home open. Um, but we did. We did get we got word from Jennifer Slay that she was planning to bring that banana pudding, banana pudding, and then the only people get banana, banana pudding, banana pudding, banana pudding. Okay. The only people get the banana pudding are the players and the people at the Fourth and John tailgate. So oh. tailgate and player exclusive. So shout out to uh, the slaves doing the Lord's work, and I uh, shout out to Prime and uh, Mal, um, and thank you guys, all all the people in the chat. We'll see you guys in the next one, and as always, fly Eagles. Fly. Damn skip. Damn skippy. <laughs> I just gotta hit that button, man. Oh wow, man. The production sucks today. Just gotta hit that button, bro. I thought